Yes. Uh, there on. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mar. Hello, my love. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Celtic Queens of Pop, episode Welcome. six. <clears throat> um, how are we doing this week? Doing good this week. Um, I'm trying to think if I have literally anything to report, but... I don't. It's been a very, very dull week. Yeah. What about you? Great. Um, yeah, absolutely same. Wait, do I have anything to report? Um, <laughs> no, I don't have anything to report at all. Um, apart from my new favourite song, that's the one thing I have to report. Is that that one that you sent through? Yeah, the Russian hardcore Is song. It you sent? Uh, believe it or not, I have not listened to that yet. Um... My knowledge of Russian pop music begins and ends with tattoo. Well, it's not pop; it's hardcore for a start. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I'm not hardcore enough. That's clearly the issue that we're having. <sighs> um, I honestly love it so much. I think it's honestly one of the best um, verses ever. I only listened to the first verse, like the women's verse, because um, the well, I do listen to the rest, but obviously the women's the best. Of course, um, as always. But I just can't stop listening to it on repeat. Did Anna send you this? No, I just seen it on Twitter and then... Um, it seems like something Anna would send you. No, I just seen it on Twitter and then it was um, wild and I just had to find it on YouTube and I haven't been able to stop singing it. It's literally the line that is like... What is it again? Um, Do you like my pretty pussy direct Instagram? It's literally in my head. Twenty hours. <laughs> Literally, no need for you to say that when I just took a mouthful of coffee at all. <laughs> Sorry, do you like my pretty pussy on my Instagram? No, direct Instagram. So, like, do you like my pretty pussy? DM me is essentially what she's saying. No wonder you love it. That's pretty much your ethos summed up into one line. High track speed, vodka no limit. Watching me on Parnahab, Siberia, Paris Transit. I like Kazakhstan. I mean, yeah, I honestly love it. I can't recommend enough um, to anyone listening. But no, that's literally all I have to report that I've discovered Russian hardcore and I love it. It gives me that buzz. Just gives you, gives you that buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, Did so... you listen to um, the Charger remix? Yes. Yeah. Um, I do prefer the original, but it's nice. Oh, really? Yeah. I just... Which is rare, because obviously Charlie's verse. Like, I love a bit of Charlie, and I love when she's auto-tuned. Um, but I just, yeah. prefer the, I just prefer the original. It doesn't really add that much for me. Speaking of not adding that much, the Positions Deluxe. Can you believe she released a deluxe version, and it's only seven extra minutes of music? So I've not actually listened to any of the new songs, because when I found out they're all two minutes long, and Matt described them as interludes, I was like, well, I'm not gonna, like, what's the point? So, no, I'm, Ariana's not getting that attention from me. I think it's one of the cheapest things she's done in a long time. Okay, you're really not missing much, to be honest. Although I've only listened once, so knowing me, I'll probably end up stunning in six months or something, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very As true. As I am want to do. Um, what are, oh my God, no, there is big news. Um, I forgot that that was this week. Jesse Nelson is in the studio as a solo artist. So that happened. 
Um, so for anyone, With the world's largest wig. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't follow Jane on Instagram, um, she basically posted a story, and it was just of her horrible trainers and um, her legs basically just looking up at two men in the studio one with an acoustic guitar which is slightly worrying um but she's in a recording studio for the first time and it was just the little monkey emojis with the monkey covering its mouth like (laughs) 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 and obviously i spiraled you did um yeah and i spiraled because what i manifested on episode one of um calvin harris debut um, called Emancipate, it, it could come. So I'm very excited. I cannot wait. You're one step closer to it. Yeah. Yeah, but I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say it's like too soon and I've seen tweets be like, I don't understand why she was leaving the limelight, why she's going to do this. And I'm like, Just, that, 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 that's, that's part of the fucking problem. Why do people think they can dictate what she does? If she wants to release music by herself, leave her be. Exactly, I couldn't agree more. I'm very excited for the debut. I hope that the music video is like Sweet Melody meets Kiss Kiss by Holly Valance, where it's just a lot of skin and fake tan and really, she's really <laughs> just shiny. Completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't need her naked, but I love when she sells sex because she's so like confident. Um, she's very good at it. Yeah, I'm so excited to see the wigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wigs will be outrageous. I kind of hope that... Actually, I don't even know what I hope it's about. I just hope it's about being free. (laughs) Pretty general topic. She could definitely master that, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, for... Oh my god, yeah. So, for today's episode, actually, we, we won't just jump into the songs. I forgot we have our first ever caller. Oh my god, Yeah. We have our first ever caller from a little Celt who sent in questions after listening to the Taylor Swift episodes, one of our biggest fans. Um, if anyone would like to contact us in the future, we all know I love a voice note. Um, and it's really just the best way. So we welcome these questions. <laughs> Here she is. I just finished the podcast and I really enjoyed it. it was, I was pure laughing at the end there when you were like, now by tonight. Um, okay, these are my questions that I wanted to put forward to you and Mark. Obviously, you guys aren't going to do another like Taylor Swift episode next week, but if you end up talking about the Fearless album when it comes out or any of the future ones that she's going to be released, these are a few thoughts that I've had and what I would like to bring, <laughs> I would bring up as a guest <laughs> is that so obviously fearless the album is like kind of wholesome you know second album it was all in that like country vibes it wasn't really about her personal life or anything like that it was just like generic songs and a couple about boys she fancied in high school see the one after that speak now that one was like more scandalous and it had in it that song dear john which was like about john mayer and um it was like dear john 
So that was our first ever call from a little Celt. Um, the wonderful and um, insightful questions from Megan from London. Shout out, Megan. Love you. Love you, Megan. Um, so what do you think about her questions? Because I obviously don't really know speak now. But yeah. I do, I do know, like, style and... Is it We're Never Ever Getting Back Together that's meant to about Jake? Um, well, we don't really know who that one's about, but one of her biggest um, album songs, like, it's a huge fan favourite, All Too Well. Do you know it? It's like a five-minute, really, really, like, heartbreaking ballad. That's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and then, obviously, Bad Blood is one of the first things I thought of um, before Megan said herself. Like, but, and Dear John, like... And then obviously, I think that Mean is about Kanye, was it not? I know that she's saying it's slut shaming, so it could work both ways, but is that not the one that she wrote I mean, about Kanye after the VMAs? No, the one she wrote about Kanye specifically is called Innocent, and it's like, it's honestly one of the most patronizing songs you'll ever hear in your life. But, um, and I think Mean is just a general song about the haters. Like, it's. it's <laughs> the haters? Oh, but, God. Um, it's interesting those questions. Um, the, the songs that Megan pulled out specifically, because there is a, there's a certain air, specifically of our early Taylor Swift, where it's like, despite being 18, 19, or 20, and you know, she's, you know, past high school age, she's very much letting out her high school angst in these songs, and Better Than Revenge is honestly one of, what's really annoying about it is, though, that it is completely slut shaming, like it is truly atrocious also undeniably one of the best songs on the album take away the lyrics and you've got yourself a bop but um she, i i think she's just going to record everything as as it is and i think she'll maybe make a comment and address the fact that that's not how she feels now she'll maybe make some lyrical tweaks um because better than revenge is about joe jonas going with um i think it was camilla bell allegedly um oh and lyrically, that song is really, it's, I, I just don't understand how she ever would have written it and thought it was okay. But um, 
she might tweak a lyric here or there um or make a comment about how that doesn't reflect the way she feels now about that well i feel like for someone with so much artistic integrity and such um I feel like if she re-records the exact same lyrics, it will be a bit ridiculous. Um, I understand, like, Dear John, she probably will. And, like, maybe you could make a joke of that because, like, that's just embarrassing realism because it's like an old relationship from when you were younger. But, like, if there's actually, like, bad songs, it's kind of how Paramore, um, like, Hayley Williams, like, she said she doesn't want to perform Measure Business anymore, even though it's such a banger. Like, but, so I feel like they just wouldn't re-record it or if they had to for some of the situation, then they would, like, tweak it so I feel like she will have to tweak some lyrics if they are slut shaming and stuff I don't think she'll change anything about bad blood um no I think she will because they're friends now I think she'll sort of maybe she'll atone for everything I guess I feel like it is a good a really good point though because I wouldn't I don't really think of that but it'll actually make her have to like confront a lot of stuff that she's written about and it's just interesting to see if she will actually care to change any details or acknowledge it or if well, she is just going to be 31 and be like I'm singing these songs again I know I know it is a difficult one isn't it because she wants the songs to sound as close to their originals as possible but I would hope um, I, I think I don't think she's ever actually spoken about it but I would hope that she is aware of the fact that Better Than Revenge is a song that has aged like milk lyrically and um, her fans I know would feel the same way as she does so i don't think it would be a problem if she changed the lyrics um i'm not entirely sure how she's going to change that one about she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress um oh, well leave it to her to figure she'll, out she'll but figure it out exactly um so yes to answer your question megan i think she's going to have to address it in some way whether it's a lyrical tweak or something but i think every song is going to be present i don't think she's going to skip any of them at all it's just very interesting i just wish that she would just like i wish there was a way she could just eliminate bad blood though like completely because i actually that song is such a bad bad song song. such a bad song all of that noise and pettiness and just like being a pathetic little schoolgirl just for such a bad song that's why it angered me so much because i'm actually you are just a loser again but not to get dramatic um to call her a loser yeah i i feel like that song's like bullying and I know that sounds so dramatic and everyone's really rich and, you know, their lives are not, you know, it's not the be all and end all. I just felt like she was like bullying Katy, Katy Perry. And I it, just think it was a pathetic thing to be upset about. Yeah. Um, and to write a song about. It's just all like, just grow up. It ties into that thing I said earlier about her living out her high school days as a 21, 2 and 3 year old where she finally got in with the popular girls and the mean girls and then she decided to take down another one it's all very very high school Um, yeah that's true i forgot about her squad god remember when it was her squad and everyone used that term i actually hated that whole time like does she still speak to kennedy levine doubt it Mm, no I i feel like the only ones that have survived that um bizarre time are the heim sisters she's still funny with them um so yeah well, 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 but thank you, Megan. Great, Thanks, great, Megan. great questions. Um, and we all know that I stand a voice note. I feel like she will maybe be angry that I'm going to include it in the podcast, but I really no. don't care. She's our, de- our, our debut caller. She should be proud. Exactly, we stand. Um, and 
it's actually also good because um, obviously in it when she was like, I know you won't do an episode about Taylor Swift next week, but then when she mentioned Harry, I was like, well, perfect, because this week on Kill the Kitty <laughs> Pop, we are going to discuss One Direction. Woo! Yes, we are. Oh, it's absolutely It was very timely. I know, I know. Our first, this is our first meals that we're talking about, right? Yeah, which is very weird because I famously don't really listen to males unless they are, I don't know. Yeah, unless they're yeah. queer or also, I mean, I suppose a lot of R&B, I do listen to a lot of males in that field, but I just don't have time for many men in my ears. No. Um, but <laughs> One Direction were definitely, um, that was definitely a different situation. Yeah. What was your relationship to One Direction? Um, very, uh, big big stan from the beginning um i feel like that i think they are maybe the first boy band that i was like i felt the hysteria about because like growing up my first concert actually was um a boy band i went to see boys own supported by westlife <laughs> um it was actually so early in their career that they were called westside and then they changed their name to westlife um oh God, i didn't know that yeah but um so like I obviously had listened to boy bands in the past and like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. But uh, One Direction was the first time where I properly fangirled about them. Um, and I do think a lot of it was to do with the fact that I fancied almost all of them. Do you know what I mean? Wait, so, and you fancied everyone in Boyzone or when? Oh, no, 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 in One Direction. Oh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was eating my soup and I it was going down. I really, yeah. really, I fucking buzzed off Ronan Keaton as a child. No, um, yeah, I was going to say that. All right, yeah. Who yeah. did you fancy most? Who was your top five, actually, for looks? Okay, um, number five was uh, Louis. Um, number four was Liam. Mm -hmm. Number three was um, my little Irish prince, Niall. Um, and number two was Zayn, and I've just, I've always been a, a ride or die, Harry, Harry girl. So, Cute. and also that, uh, that ordering hasn't really changed at all since, no. uh, since the, since time has gone on. Yeah, so what about you? I feel like I, I can I guess yours? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're completely similar apart from the top two are yeah. just switched. <laughs> you're more of a, you're more of a Zayn, a Zayn stan, a little Malik. Yeah. I was a little Malik back in the day, um, and it's always funny because it was obviously when I hadn't actually said aloud, yes, I'm gay, um, even though everyone knew and had told me for 15 years. Um, yeah. so... <laughs> you were just choosing to ignore them. Yes. <laughs> just I hated everyone, so I was like, well. Um, but I would openly like lust after Zane, almost as a way to be like, aha, like, yeah, like this is what I'm saying, but through Zane. Um, well, that's good for him to be like a little, um, <clears throat> like a little Trojan horse for you. Essentially, I just used Zane as sort of a signal to the world, but um, I was just so in love. Like, although there was like that is, so how I would rank them is the same as you, apart from top two switch. So it would be Louis, Liam, Niall, Harry, then Zane at the top. But yeah. really, it was only him. Like I only ever had eyes for him. Like even Harry, like I could see he was attractive. He had lovely cuddles and stuff, but he just wasn't for me. Zayn was the one um, and always was and his voice and oh, his face and everything was just so gorgeous. Um, so yeah, Zayn was definitely the only one 
direction from me. That <laughs> <laughs> was the one direction you went in, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, did you ever see them live? I did, yes. I went to see the um, Take Me Home tour. So their, um, <clears throat> their second album, which would honestly be like top to toe, one of my favorite albums of all time, if I'm honest. I don't think there's like a single dud on that album. Um, but yeah, me and me and Sammy went with uh, Rachel and Roshin and Jade and Addy. We went to see them in the MEN and getting the tickets themselves was um, an absolute mission, but our seats were shockingly bad. Like the way they open up the top part. Oh the, yeah. For like really big shows. So we were up like at the very tippity top of that. I honestly had like vertigo up there watching them. Um, but also, as I said, the hysteria really, um, it was like palpable, you know? I find myself really, really turning into a creostan while I was there. Um, yeah, it was a great gig. Have you seen them? Wait, so how old were you then? Would you have been like 18? <laughs> uh, no, I think I was 21. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so, right, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I was um, 21. I see, I see, I see. Um, we were, no, me and Rachel went to see them. I've only seen them once, um, but it was Zane's last tour, so thank God. Um, so it was the tour after the third album. Um, so we got like best song ever and my favorite, 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 favorite One Direction song of all time. And I wish it was a single so I could talk about it. Um, is Diana. I knew you were going to say Diana. I knew you were going to say that. I love Diana so, 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 so much. It's so powerful. It actually gives me chills. <laughs> but Very anthemic. Yeah, it's just so good. Um, so we went to see them in Edinburgh, that, but that was a stadium tour. So it was Murrayfield Stadium. So oh. it was obviously huge. Um, and like, we were quite far away, but we were standing and we were like, it was a fun day and fun night. We were like drinking everything. Um, but we, <laughs> so blessed. So Rachel was like a stan, like she was completely yeah. from the minute that they were put together on X Factor. Like she was obsessed and she was such a hard girl. Um, and uh, <laughs> when we went, so it got to like three songs in, like they did the first three songs, and she was like, Harry's not singing. This is so weird. And <laughs> they said like, oh, the, no. first time they, the first time they actually said to the crowd, it, like spoke to the crowd they were like so harry's not actually singing tonight because he's lost his voice so he was like, just like for the full hour and a half harry just walked around the stage and up and down the catwalk like smiling and being funny to fans Aww. but like did not sing one peep it was such a shame like her actual Aww, favorite and he didn't <laughs> but at least so he at least he was there for the you know the visuals and stuff like that there's other artists that would just not do any of the show That's oh my god 100 yeah, yeah but because it's not as if they did choreo, do you know what I mean? Like, so oh, no, you could really still weren't. maybe, like, you could still maybe go on if you'd lost your voice and perform if you were going to dance. But like, he actually didn't do anything. So I would have probably just been like sitting backstage or like having a yeah, drink, have a drink or so. something. Yeah, all good. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. I love it. So that was very funny. But um, I got to see my Zane in all of his glory, and then that was like he left after that tour so i actually don't know when he left and like the timeline but um yeah i'm very glad that i got to see them with zane because after he left i wasn't really interested in anything they've done after that i didn't massively check for them to be honest after he left um no um yeah. so 
what we're going to do is we have chosen um, a One Direction song and a solo 1D song each. Um, they got Celtic Justice. Um, so I feel like, should we start with solo or start with band? Maybe start with, um, start with solo. Yeah. And then we'll end right. on the band um, and happy memories of when they were together. Okay, cool. Um, well, do you want to go first? I actually have, well, actually, I think I do know what yours is. Although actually, I, no, it might not have got Celtic Justice. I'm really know. intrigued to hear what you think mine is going to be because it was between two, but I just couldn't deny, couldn't deny this song. So, what? Um, well, I immediately thought it would be a Nile song um, if it's Slow Hands, but I don't know if that actually got Celtic Justice. Actually, it did. Yeah, it's going to be Slow Hands by Nile, I think. You're correct. Well done. Yes, I considered I having, considered having adore you, but nah, slow hands. That song just sounds better and better with time. I think the shock of it being so good after that really limp song that he released as his debut. I just think slow hands is a fucking triumph. Incredibly sexy song. I think. It is a very good song. It's the first one, I mean, mainly just because of you, because that came out right when we met. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't checked for Niall at all, because um, this town was just boring, and I thought he was just going to be really boring. Yeah. And then he went on and on and on about it. But it actually <laughs> is a gorgeous song, and it's su- it reminds me of, like, um, reminds me of Summer, which famously yeah. is my favourite genre when songs sound like the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it reminds me of that as well. It just reminds me of a very happy time. And I remember it was always so fun whenever you spoke to another person who enjoyed that song. Not that, not that it was a secret song, but I remember the first night me and one of the first nights me and Jenny had um, like pre-drinks at her old flat. And um, I think I put it on or she put it on and her like face just dropped. She was like, oh my God, I fucking love this song. And <laughs> Everyone else in the room was like rolling their eyes at us, um, which is typical when we find a song that we both love. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it is oh, such a gorgeous song. I don't think he's ever topped it since, and I don't think, I honestly don't know if he ever will again. But um, yeah, I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a very, very lovely song. I definitely was taken by surprise because I didn't know Little Niall had it in him, but it obviously was like, he definitely has his own little sound, doesn't he? I don't even know how you would describe it, but it's not, like, he's not an acoustic pop that would bore me, i.e. Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah. He's, like, cute and still, it gets the poppiness and, like, doesn't shy away from what makes pop songs so good, I think, which makes me yeah. more willing now to probably give his music a chance, even though I'm saying that and I haven't listened to his second album <laughs> at all. His second album's actually quite good. I like the second one, but... Um there's nothing on there that comes close to this song i think the the surprise element of this song that you mentioned is um something that still sticks with me because as you said it i was expecting i was expecting an ed sheerany album from him so then when this one started and his vocals sound kind of almost like distorted a little bit in it um yeah i just think um it was a massive surprise and even like i'm looking at the artwork now and it's the artwork does not convey how hot the song is it's such a boring image of him um yeah the one of him in the white t-shirt and he's just like looking into looking the camera very sad. 
Yeah, yeah he does. He yeah. looks. He does look very sad. Yeah. Why does he look sad? He looks such like he's he's devastated at how slow his hands are. I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I am also a fan. So I'm glad you chose this. I'm not surprised at all. Um, and yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm more surprised because I just assumed it had done really well in the UK because I remember it like, being everywhere, but that's probably just through you. Mm. I believed it was. Um, <laughs> so in the UK, it um, peaked at number seven, which still is not bad at all. Yeah. Um, especially after the first single, which no one cared for. So it's nice that he was able to still yeah. be like, nope, don't worry. I've got the goods. Um, and actually... Yeah. We have a twinning Celtic justice moment, I think, for the first time, both yeah. Ireland and Scotland. It peaked at number three. Yes, we did it. We we pulled it out of the bag for, for our little Irish prince. So that is actually very nice that we both, um, both of our home, or <laughs> what would I, oh, I was going to say home soil. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Both of um, our home soils paid attention. Yeah. Yeah, so very nice, very deserved. I do like Niall, and I would say that, um, like in the ranking, he's definitely my third um, favorite. I don't really pay attention to Louis, bless him, and Liam is just where do you even start with that man? He is a freak, yeah. um, and has a freak of nature. Um, but Niall, like I do actually enjoy him. So I feel like my ranking is actually maybe just one, two, three, and then. Like, and then we don't really care about the other two. Yeah. Yeah, don't really well, care I, at all. Yeah. I think um, one of the things I love so much about Niall is that, and it's similar to Harry actually as well, I don't think he has any shame about his beginnings in One Direction. Do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. that, that second album of his is much more poppy than the first one, but it shows that he's not like, because sometimes whenever people leave bands, they can, they can sort of, speak ill of their beginnings and um i always think he, he him and harry specifically are very respectful of the fans that they had and they have literally zero shame about starting as a as a boy band so. yeah no i would agree um also they <laughs> they were both trending on twitter last week because they went like a walk together in la like they went on a hike and all the 1d stands were going crazy and i was like that is actually so sweet like you still obviously are desperate to see them together because it is um like their stands were so intense and then now they're all just so disenfranchised and seem so distant it is quite sad so it's nice if two of them at least still speaking are friends because it's not as if harry and liam are gonna like go out for a pint because liam yeah. thinks harry's a freak because he one time wore a skirt or something do you know what i mean yeah i just um <clears throat> did i um i haven't lent you that book that i read over um that i got for christmas have i the fan girls book no, but I want by, to read it. Yeah, by Hannah Ewens. And it's such an amazing book for anybody who's like a fan, even like a, the slightest fan of pop music. But there's a there's a One Direction chapter in it talking about their fans. Um, and it's it's really, really fascinating. And it goes into detail on, do you remember that Channel 4 documentary that made all their fans look like absolute deranged, um, like crazed, crazed fans and like the impact that that had and everything. Um, so yeah, it made me happy to see their little, um, all of their little fangirls. Like, I, I would love to know what Rachel thought whenever she saw the two of them together. Like, would she still get a little flicker of joy in her heart? Do you know what I mean? That I know, kind of, I wonder. That kind of stand them doesn't really fade away, really. No, it doesn't, does it? Um, like, the Spice Girls, I feel like 
One Direction are probably like the male band equivalent to the Spice Girls, definitely at least for the UK in terms yeah. of like the mass hysteria for such a short period of time. Like, but they obviously lasted longer. Mm. Um, like with the five of them, but it was still only three albums. It was three years. It was non-stop touring. It was so busy and intense. And like, I know how I feel about the Spice Girls still now, even though, like, <laughs> I wasn't. I don't even know if I don't know if I was born when Wannabe came out. But like, oh, shut up. Basically, oh no. I'm shut. <laughs> actually, no. I was. I was. I wasn't even one. Like, I was tiny. So it's always been funny to me that when I was like four. And like every single week when I'd go to my grand's and she'd take me to Blockbuster, I got space bottled every single week. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes me laugh so much because I'm like, I don't understand where that came from because by then it was 1999. And like my brain must have been so confused because I was watching the movie being like, oh my God, like they're still yeah. here. And then it, I must have been like, I wonder what happened when I found out that they'd broken up because it happened years ago, but I like had no idea. So I feel like... Um, the power that these bands can have when you grow up with them and like they're such a big part of your formative years like no matter how old you get and you can look back and think it's silly you will always get excited you'll like, always yeah you'll always have that, that just kind of that kind of love just doesn't die like I mean we're talking now and our obviously we've spoken about Britney before but like that's the love that started whenever we were really young and that's never going to go away like I've had yeah. family members <laughs> say to me like my aunt I remember said to me recently, she asked what I was doing, it was years ago, whatever, and I was saying about how we were going to see Britney because when she was doing her piece of me tour, and my aunt was like, you're still into her. I was like, I'm, yes, that's never going away. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you just need to accept me as I am. I'm not going to grow out of this, and I never want to. <laughs> I know that's the thing I never want to either. Um, but yeah, anyway, so <laughs> we totally, um, went Just off track there. Yes, I had stepping about fangirling, but it's, it's still relevant. Um, yeah. Fab, what was your solo 1D one? So, what do you think it is? Right. I, I don't, I don't think you're going to guess it right. I don't think I'm going to guess it, but I immediately thought it was going to be a Zayn song mm-hmm. because of how much you love Zayn. Um, but whenever I think of Zayn's like, actual solo career, it sort of begins and ends with Pillow Talk for me. Um, Cause I can't even remember what he released as a single. So I'm going to have, a, then this song came to my mind and it's a bit of a wild card and I'm probably wrong, but is it Dusk Till Dawn? No. No? <laughs> no, just Im- immediately no. Um, I do like Dusk Till Dawn actually. I like it. Um, and famously when I'd been, um, when I started working at MTV, I'd been there like maybe a month. Um, and then they were like premiered in the video. So I got to watch it like an hour before and like write up the articles and then post. Um, and the MTV UK account, like what I'd written and all that, like the article that we pushed, um, it was the only like media outlet that he retweeted. Oh. And I was, <laughs> I was losing my mind. I was like, oh my God, he's read my work. Um, it was oh honestly it was such a happy moment but um apart from that moment and that memory um you don't really think of dusk to dawn i think it's a fine song but it it, it is actually a really good song but it's not one i would ever listen to because it's more of a sia song than a zane song to me yeah um i know what you mean like i so i love his debut album i've never even bothered listening to the second or the third one that just came out like two weeks ago but um, the first album I do think is 
amazing. I don't actually like Pillow Talk, the single. I never liked it. Um, because it just, it's just a bit like meh, but the album has so many good songs. Um, the, I was going to do the second single like I would, because um, it is such a tune, yeah. but it didn't actually get Celtic justice, so I can't. Um, but also it wouldn't be my favourite of all the solo singles, I think. Because okay. um, my favourite Zayn songs are album tracks. It just doesn't have... It just doesn't really do the solo thing great, I don't think. Well, <laughs> no. But I think I think he's got his own sort of relationship with with, uh, with uh, fame and promoting stuff and everything like that. I think he just wants to make the music and put it out there and can be a bit frustrating as a, as a fan. But if it's good for his... Um, mental health and well-being then i say you know go forth and oh yeah it's fine but i just think just you can still make a music video for the better singles <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um or for the better songs on the album um but yeah so it's not actually zane um it's a harry song um and i was going to so i also i did consider adore you um because it's a gorgeous song um but it doesn't like I would happily listen to it, but it doesn't really tickle me. Whereas Golden, wow. Oh. I love Golden. Absolutely love it. I adore it. Like I never obsessed. would have that one at all. Yeah. I actually love it so, 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 so much. And I'm so sad that it's not had the same success to like match Adore You, because in my opinion it's the better one. Um but I think it's just because of how <laughs> every single song that I see I love, it, I just am like, it sounds like That's summer, it sounds like spring, <laughs> but oh, I just love songs that sound like the sunshine, and this is another one that does, even though the actual song and the lyrics are kind of about like being scared and like fearful and stuff, mm-hmm. it's still so rosy and nice to listen to, because then he's just, he's worried because he doesn't want like the honeymoon phase to end and he just wants it to stay golden and he's just wants to be an optimist and is scared of real life and i'm like oh harry i feel you <laughs> um yeah so i love it at yeah that's all i can say really i think it's such a gorgeous 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 song um and i wish it had gotten better yeah i um i don't really have any feelings about golden to be honest it's one of those ones that whenever i hear it i'm happy i'm hearing it but i would never seek it out i don't think it would be a song that would sound so good at a festival oh yeah that's all i think of i'm just like yeah. with a like seven pound cider in hand um a fag in the other and then just like my best friends around me the sun is shining on my skin i'm wearing maybe like a vest crop top and i'm just like you're so golden oh it's so good i absolutely love it it cheers me up every single time i put it on um so yeah that's my song it's Celtic Justice isn't quite as impressive as Slow Hands. Um, Scotland, actually, my people, um, it performed the worst there. It beat <gasps> at number 32. I know, oh I know, God. I know. UK, it got to 26. And then it was Ireland that came through at 23. But nowhere oh, top 20, nowhere top 10. I mean, it really has been paid dust. It's, well, is it not the fifth, it's the fifth single off an album. You never even hear people releasing five songs from an album anymore. So that's quite impressive considering how deep into the era he is. Yeah, I don't know. I just, 
I'm just annoyed that Water Maryland Sugar got what Golden deserved, in my opinion. But who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my fave solo. Um, and then for the um, for our favorite band song, we've yeah. accidentally found out that we both have the same. <laughs> we have. Good. Which is funny, but that's actually exciting because we've never actually spoke about this song. I think, but then I realized I don't think I've, I've, I don't think I'll. I've ever spoken about this song or how much I love it to anyone apart from like Rachel because it's not one that really comes up does it? No it um, it doesn't get its dues I don't think and if you were to ask people for like five One Direction songs I don't think this would even enter most people's heads for some reason no. um, which is annoying because I just don't think um, I don't think they've bested it ever it's so, uh, just so unashamedly pop with a capital P in the video and everything. Oh, I love it. So the song that we are talking about, there's only one way to actually introduce it. Oh! Yes! <laughs> it actually got me so excited. I'm dancing at my, at my seat. Oh. oh, it's just so, yeah, it's just, oh, that little doo, 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 doo. Oh my God. It's so good and it's so like upbeat and feel good and it's very, I feel like people probably don't give it its due or remember or stuff because it is very much, um, I don't want to say immature, it's a very like, what is the word I'm thinking of because it's not immature, it's just a very like youthful, yeah, nearly like, there is another word. It's not um, immature or no, it's not mad that most of the words to describe things that are useful have negative connotations. I was going to say juvenile. I know. Um, no, that's, it, well, oh, that is, I think that is what I meant. No, like juvenile, just in terms of how it's, um, I don't know, it's just very like, it's not even bubblegummy, but just like the lyrics and everything, it is very much like probably one of their most typical cliche boy band songs. Because um, it's just very like, it's just not. It's just about wanting to snog someone but that's that's not really cool which is why i think people um probably forget the song because like in mainstream media people are probably like oh no that's too cheesy when yeah. actually cheesy is the word like there's nothing wrong with that like it's fun to want a snog and it's fun to sing about it and it's fun to just sing about it in a silly little upbeat bubblegum pop song and be like just- like, oh. Just enjoy yourself with this song. I don't understand how you could listen to this song and not have an amazing time. Yeah, you know, it's it sounds so like they're fun. having fun when they record it. One one of my favorite One Direction moments ever is the Niles making Andrews on the chinny chin chin. Like it just it. <laughs> I just fuck what yeah, a song. Th- that's kind of what I'm more referring to. Like in terms of um like the lyrics, it's very like nursery rhymey and like it's obviously a bit silly like it's not meant to be taken seriously but i think that's why probably people forget about it because they prefer when boy bands are a little bit serious or whatever yeah Whereas this is just like it doesn't take itself seriously at all it's not like it's just about having a crash which is so cute yeah know. it's really earnest i love it <laughs> i just think it's yeah stunning and the video is so fun and it yeah feels like i kind of feel like after the second album and into the third album they kind of started their shift towards being a little bit more i don't want to say like whole faced but it got a bit more like real music 
into the in the third album, I think, like the stadium rock and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so I mean, they just started is, using like, guitars, really. <laughs> yeah, as we know, that's not uh, a, a favorite aspect of music that I enjoy. But this feels to me like just them really fucking buzzing off the fact that they're in a boy band. Yeah, it's so much fun, and it's just very like youthful and spirit and carefree, and they're just having fun and. There's nothing in life better than having a crush. And this is just a simple song about saying that. Yeah, I love that. it. Exactly. Um, also, I just love Zayn's voice on this so much. I think they actually all sound really good on this song. But um, yeah. see when Zayn goes, So tell me, girl, if every time we... Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yes, I am that girl. Kiss me. <laughs> like, oh. You do get that kind of rush. Yes, you do. He sounds so good. And then, oh, oh, I forgot. I'm looking at the lyrics and I just forgot until right now that, no, this song is actually incredible. <laughs> <laughs> See the, the bridge. It's oh my God. Like that is just serotonin 101. I swear to God, can you imagine like being in an arena right now and that coming on, everyone is going absolutely mad. Like, oh my God. I miss concerts so much. I know. Um, but, oh my god, I completely forgot about the bridge until right now. I can't wait to come off and just listen to this song on repeat for like I'm gonna do exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, absolutely love this song. So it was the, um, was this the third or second? Yeah, the third single. Um, third single. So we had from the second album, um, we had Live While We're Young as the lead, and then we had Little Things, the second single, and then this was the third. Mm -hmm. um, and it did do well. It got top 10 in all three territories. And, um, so UK was number nine. And then we have another double Celtic Justice moment with Ireland yes. and Scotland. Peaked at number seven in both. Incredible. Well done, us. <clears throat> like, so we definitely do have good taste when it comes to One Direction and Nial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, I just love that song so much. It's so much fun. I wish people stopped wanting bands and especially like young people to be so serious all the time. Like just have fun. That's what pop music's for. Just literally sing about that little moment when you realize you fancy someone and you want to have a kiss. It's just very pure. There's something so pure about this song. Oh. Do you know what I might do? <laughs> what? Next time when we're like, when we're allowed out and the sun is shining and we're like sitting in a field and I see someone that I fancy, I might just start going, until we turn around. That is 100% going to work and I can't wait to witness it. Yes. I think it's going to be fabulous. Um, oh my God. Yeah. What a song. What a band. Do you think um, One Direction will ever return as a five piece? Uh, I don't know. I mean, their 10-year anniversary has passed, hasn't it? Unless, by some strange twist of fate, Harry's career sort of goes down the toilet, which is very unlikely to do, considering how successful Fine Line has been. Um, I, I don't really see it happening. Um, no. no. My, my thing is more, I don't think there's any chance of it at all, but I think it is mainly just for Zayn. I don't think, I think when he left that band, he left that band for life. Like, he doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, 
the magic's not going to be there if it's just the four of them coming back and I mean god forbid that happens and you go to a tour and then you have to listen to I don't know Liam sing a solo song <gasps> oh my god if they did like when the Spice Girls reunited and they all did a solo mm. song I would actually scream if he tried to sing Strip That Down or like some <laughs> like one of those horrible songs about his penis I swear to god oh, I would really. actually lose my mind um and they then Louis toilet like what would Louis do just like a cover of Wonderwall or something like I don't he... know he had that song with BB Rexa which was awful yeah but he um, just like lives in shell shoot <laughs> shell <laughs> he lives in like shell suit trackies and talks about oasis and real music i'm like oh just get a grip what a best drink. song ever yeah was the best song you'll ever do so behave <laughs> right great well that's that on that one direction oh, what a time in history oh, miss them yeah i do um okay fab well thank you everyone okay. for listening let us know your favorite one d songs um as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Celtic Queens Pod or on Instagram at Celtic Queens of Pop. Um, I'm Ross. I am Mark. If you could leave us a cute little review or if you want to follow us on Apple Music and Spotify or Apple Podcasts and Spotify rather, yeah. um, that would be a cute little vibe. Um, but everyone, hope you have a gorgeous week and I'm going to go and listen to Kiss You. I think I'm just going to go and listen to that entire second album. I've actually never listened to the album. No, actually, I'm going to listen to Kiss You and then I'm going to listen to Diana on repeat. I love Diana. Please <laughs> give the second album a listen because I mean... it is glorious. <clears throat> okay, I will. I'll let you know what I think. Right, okay, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.